Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson. This is RBC Global Assets Management's daily podcast looking at issues in financial markets and how you can respond as an investor. And today I'm, I'm really pleased to be joined uh, by Sarah Riappel, uh, one of the, uh, the lead investment managers at RBC Global Asset Management. And Sarah has published a piece this morning that is available on rbcgam.com uh, that talks about the experience that conservative investors are having in this uh, financial crisis uh, and how diversification has helped portfolios navigate very volatile markets. And, and Sarah, it's an extremely interesting piece. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And I think one of the one of the, the, the key pieces, the key charts in 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 the content uh, is is that uh, if, if we look at 2020 thus far and, and we're not very far into the year and this has really been over the last, say, 20 days of market activity, we've had 19 days uh, where the market has moved in one direction or another more than two percent. But it's mm -hmm. a very different experience for conservative investors. Maybe you could highlight that for us. Yeah, that's correct. And um, we've been getting a, a lot of questions around the conservative portfolios and, and asking about how, how they have um, done through this period of volatility. So equities have certainly been um, very volatile, as you said, 19 days with moves of greater than 2% so far this year. Um, that's more than we've seen in, in many other years through history, even through the financial crisis. The conservative portfolios have fared um, quite a bit better, have not been as volatile. We've only had seven days so far in 2020 where we've had movements um, of the value of the fund of greater than 2%. Um, that's the last uh, last time we saw you know volatility of, of that magnitude was during this financial crisis in 2008 and 2009 and every year since then we've had no periods where that uh, those conservative portfolios have moved um, greater than two percent and I think that's because of the the way that it's structured they're they're well diversified portfolios they have a um, significant allocation to fixed income and that helps to provide the ballast in a multi-asset portfolio to offset some of that equity market volatility when we go through periods like this. And, and just to clarify, when, when we're talking about a conservative portfolio, we're talking about what percentage in stocks and what percentage in bonds? Well, it, it varies. Um, it's sort of 70, 30 uh, fixed income and equities. Um, or we have, you know, we have different profiles across for, for different client groups, very conservative, conservative balanced. And so as you get more towards the conservative end of the scale, it's going to be more fixed income, um, you know, 80%. And then as we we shift down the, the risk spectrum, you get a little bit more equities and a little bit, bit less um, fixed income. But but the key point that you would be emphasizing to investors who are watching all the the, the, the really dramatic moves in equity markets day after day is that diversification uh, is a strategy we talk about all the time as being valuable and it's paying off for more conservative investors uh, in, in some way this time. Absolutely. And it's just not it's not just diversification at the top asset class level. So, we, you know, we talk about cash, stocks, bonds, but within each asset class, we have to consider that as well. So within fixed income, we have sovereign bonds, we have corporate credit, we have um, been building our high yield um, bond positions as well as valuations in that space have become very attractive over the last couple of weeks. Um, within equities, we don't just own the S&P 500 or a, or a U.S. benchmark. We have equity allocations in 
you know, five or six different regions around the world. We also have large and small cap. We have dividend paying and growth. And so we have a lot of different ways to diversify the portfolios to, to try to, um, you know, create these strong and consistent returns uh, over time. So, it, you know, the key takeaways, I think, from that that piece are probably the, you know, the, the, the portfolios have produced strong and consistent returns over most time frames. Um, the variability of those returns is is very low compared to the overall equity market, uh, and like I said, it's a very rare occurrence for the value of the of, of any of these funds to move more than two percent in a day. And and uh, and so important as you as you point out that it's not just the diversification of cash bond stocks; it is that diversification uh, in in all categories uh, across geographies and and risk levels. And you think of, of what's happened with the oil market around the world and the impact it has on an economy like Canada, uh, that diversification is valuable. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Great. Thanks for having me. And we'll look for you tomorrow on the download.